0: Welcome back, episode
1: four. four. Let's get it.
0: I didn't. I didn't think we were gonna make it this far, to be honest. But I, there's there a we lot. Are. There's a lot more to come.
1: Yeah, just but the beginning.
0: It 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 is. We might have to do start doing seasons or something like. Honestly, season one, yeah. Season two. All right, let's get. Let's just get right into it
1: because it's you're up for the quote of the day. Yeah. Uh, my quote of the day comes from the Pat McAfee show. Shout out the boys. I love that podcast. But um. It's who you are some of the time is who you are all of the time. I like that. It's like the, that's like the integrity
0: thing that we used to learn in like in elementary school. Like, yeah. oh, it's integrity
1: is what, what What was it like? It's integrity is who you are when no one's looking. Yeah.
0: When no one's watching. Exactly.
1: And I think, yeah, like that. I like that quote because it kind of just like who you are when you're at your like when you're most alone and you think no one's watching. Yeah. Is that's who you really are. Regardless of at the end of the day, like that's who you are people will put on a front for the public, but Yeah, when when no one's watching is it's when
0: you're not your fronting. True character. That's your
1: true self and their character is something that we lack that way It is just, lacking
0: in society today. I will give you that But I like that There's another thing from the Pat McAfee show that I saw recently. Oh my I love that. Yeah I talking about the, <laughs> the little the video kid. you sent me. Yeah. Yeah, so for <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it,
1: but basically this little kid, he, like, calls into the Pat McAfee show, and he's eight. And, and well, he, he calls in pretending to be his dad. Like, he calls in under his dad's oh, name. Oh, okay. So they think they're going to talk to this guy's dad, and then some eight-year-old starts, yeah. like, running his mouth on the, I'll let you finish. I didn't mean to cut you off. Well, yeah, he just starts
0: talking. Pat McAfee's like, dude, you, you shouldn't be listening to this, like, this this uh, podcast. It's not appropriate. And he's like, oh, it's so inspiring what you do and how you talk about sports, stuff of like that. And this kid's like... Or Pat Bafke's like, wow, like, this kid's actually cool Like, and then he Because I don't know, he says, one of his guests What's the guest name? It's Boston Connor. Yeah, so he's like, fuck Boston
1: Out of nowhere, it was so Funny. Yeah, and everyone starts losing their mind It was so funny. Yeah, it's g- a Boston great. Connor got a- absolutely buried Yeah, but. and there's actually, they went on Twitter They had a Twitter combo after the, the podcast The eight-year-old? Yeah, because Pat McAfee Like, put it, the clip on Twitter, and the eight-year-old Was on his dad's account, and was like and like double down where's on his, where's his dad because he's just out here doing all his this dad's shit hyping his, him up he, he bought him ice cream for going viral i would buy my i would buy my kid ice cream if he Hey,
0: if my eight-year-old is smart enough to call into a show with my name and get on my twitter and start
1: chirping here's a conversation i had last night with somebody when at what age are you going to allow your kids to openly curse like in front of you if i'm being honest my dad has a pretty foul mouth mm-hmm. uh-huh
0: Especially, I mean, I mean, he speaks, like, he curses in multiple languages, so. <laughs> That's um, f- From very young, like, I was exposed to a lot of bad words in Hindi, and then after, like, probably I turned, he's always cursed in front of us, but, like, never, like, he won't say the F word and shit like that yet. Keep it classy. Yeah, he'll still keep it classy, but I think from the age of, probably when my brother turned 18, so I was 14, we started cursing around them, and, like, they don't mind, like, I'm not saying, like, anything, like, you know, derogatory or, like, like I'm not saying, like, the F word or, like, like, yeah, like any, like, like slur- Your entry-level curse words. Any, like, sexual, like, stuff. like what, I, what you
1: would hear on, like, a TV or on a yeah.
0: movie. Like, I'm not going to call someone, like, a dick or, like, a pussy in front of him because, like, that's just, like. Yeah, even now, I wouldn't. I, I would never I do, that, do that. Yeah. that, yeah. But, like, I'll say, like, shit, damn, like. Yeah, asshole. Asshole, yeah. Like, that stuff, I don't care. Same for my mom, too. My brother pushes the envelope a little bit. He he drops some f words here and there, and I'm just like, "What are you doing? Like, that's just keep it classy."
1: Well, see, the complete opposite happened with me is, like, Derek and I started like cursing in front of our parents, like like the basic level stuff. Yeah. But then they started pushing the envelope of saying stuff in front of us. Like my dad, like would call people like pussies in front of Derek and how, I, and my how mom old were was dropping you? the f word. I think the first time my dad called somebody a pussy in front of me, I was. 17 16 17 it was Derek Damn. and I and him in a car We were coming home from a basketball game And he was lecturing us on something and he Just ripped it and Derek and I Just looked at each other in Like shock yeah I've never Heard my dad saying it was, like it was that. really uncomfortable If I'm being honest because it's just yeah. like that's something You say with your friends not, <laughs> not yeah. with your parents I mean Like sometimes when my dad yells at me
0: He won't like use the word at me But like it'll be like Are you fucking serious like is, is this what we're doing? And I was like, no, this is not what we're doing. I'm sorry. But that's a that's a good... I, I don't know. I think I think probably 13... No, 13's too young. Probably like 14. Really? Yeah, because I don't want to be that parent who, like, curses, like, a drunken sailor in front of my kids. Yeah, and, but like, she, they, like, you, pick you know up. they're
1: picking it up at school way before then.
0: I'm fine with them picking it up at school. Like, I, I want my kids to go to a public school so they're exposed to everything at a very young age so they're not sheltered. But, yeah. like... I'm not, I don't want to be the parent, like, I don't like, I think it's cringy. or not cringy, but like, I think it's not very, like, classy when I see, like, people curse, like, like, drunken sailors in front of their young
1: kids. Yeah, even when their I hear, young kids start picking it yeah, up. Yeah, when I hear young kids curse, it makes me cringe.
0: Yeah, I'm like, you, you're trying way too hard. Yeah. So, I don't, like, I don't think I started actually cursing, cursing until, like, 13, 14. And even, like, for a little bit, I had a foul mouth. I think I've gotten better on that.
1: Yeah, I always thought you cleaned it up a little bit.
0: <laughs> we I do it for the kids. I try to keep it keep it clean and classy Because this is a family podcast, so not well not we've, anymore. It was. It we
1: really diverge from that I think
0: I think I kinda shit the bed like with the first After you
1: dropped the first F bomb, I was like, Okay, I guess we're not doing this anymore. I mean I, I thought it was gonna be something I could like send to my parents. Like I, I sent the first episode to my parents. Did, did even your, though you dropped the F bomb in there. Did your mom like it? Yeah, my mom liked it. Do was she like? Why are you saying the f word? No, because my mom says the f word more than anybody in my family. Wow, my I've heard my mom say the
0: f word like five or six times, and like it's very like rare. But like I remember every occasion of it because it was so rare. Wow, yeah. She she uses jackass a lot though, which is funny.
1: Yeah. Or bitch. My mom uses dipshit a lot, when referring to Derek mostly. That's funny as well. So. Well, I guess that's a good good kind of segue into our shout out. Father's Day is coming up. Yeah, it's. It's June sixteenth or fifteenth right now. So Father's Day is in what four days? I think it's on the nineteenth. I guess it's just, yeah, it's a, Sunday. It's yeah, the, yeah, so four days. So shout out to the fathers, all the fathers, specifically ours. Yeah, Matt and, and Sid, uh, we gotta sowed the uh, seed that uh, created this podcast. So true.
0: Like it's every with every growing day and every podcast we we just grow in our appreciation. So tell tell me your favorite Matt Strauss story.
1: Uh so or I can go first. No, I actually I got it. Um so this was it was last summer. So it was right after Derek graduated high school. And so um Derek has a friend from like he's known for a while and we I guess we you could consider us family friends cuz mm-hmm. uh it, my dad and the, this kid's dad are really good friends and my dad goes over there to watch, like, football on yeah. Sundays a lot. And he has a sick, like, tiki, like, bar hut thing set up in his backyard. Like, he's basically the party house for adults. Like, yeah. the entire block goes there on Sunday and gets trashed. Does he live in your neighborhood? No, he lives, like, in bound. He's he probably, like, 15 minutes away. Okay. So, anyway, so this morning of this of this story, yeah, my dad sits me down out back to have a talk about, like, drinking responsibly and yeah. stuff in college. He's like, I know, like, you're getting to that age where, like, you can legally drink and, like, like, I just want you to, like, be smart about it. Like, ob- like obviously don't ever get behind a yeah. wheel and drive. Like, don't get in a car with somebody. Like, you know, like, just the responsible parent drinking lecture. Yeah. And um, I just nod along and, and t- like, whatever. And then, so that night, there's a graduation party at that house. It's the Frannix. So their last name's the Frannix. Yeah. They have a big graduation party for Adam, their son. So our whole family goes. There's all these people there. And everyone there is is getting wasted. Now my dad had told me during yeah. this talk, and I've heard him say multiple times before, that he doesn't like drinking that much anymore. Like he's getting like too old to get like to like drink heavily yeah. like that. And like he always tells me these stories about how some of these guys at a uh, Rob Frank's house just get like wasted. And he's like, Yeah, he's it's like a tiki bar man. Yeah. He's it like, ca- he's not really he's like and he tells me how he's like doesn't really do it and he just kinda sits there and like laughs about it. So we get to this graduation party First off, the tiki bar setup is lit. Like it's like awesome. There's like seven TVs at this tiki bar. Dude. And there's like they're like obviously This is some dude's house. Yeah, this is some dude's house. And they they have like a keg there and they have an open bar like wow. An insane amount of alcohol. Like concerningly amount of alcohol. And how many people were like 50 people? Yeah, at least. Yeah, there was a good amount of people there. And so I've ne- I mean like I've seen my parents like drunk obviously. Yeah. But I've never really seen them trashed. And on this occasion, they both got hammered. Like, I'm, like, so trash. Like, I'm almost having to take care of them. Granted, I've I'm be- I'm been drinking this entire time. Like, I'm keeping it, like, casual because, like. Yeah. Cause it's I mean, I, ha- I have, like, one or two friends there that are my age. And yeah. everyone else is, like, Derek's friends. Um, so, I'm just kind of, like, chopping it up with them. And it's, like, one or two in the morning. Everyone's finally, like, funneling out. And my, da- <laughs> my dad stumbles <laughs> over to me and just throws me the keys and says, You're driving. Doesn't even ask me if I've had wow. any drinks said, Has said nothing He's like I need to get home right now You're driving That's responsible though that And my he... mom's like You're good to drive right My mom is also hammered as well Yeah Like they're both like Like absolutely trashed And they're just like Someone in the car And I'm like thinking like I should not be driving right yeah. now Like this is not Like this is not what's going on So thinking that like they like my dad's gonna hop in the front seat. My mom hops in the back. Like I unlock the car. Both my dad and my mom hop in the back seat. Leave me alone in the front seat. Oh god. Like I'm like they're like. Where's Derek? Is Derek sleeping over? Der- yeah, Derek. Start- Derek had like passed out on the grass, like on the lawn. Like he was Damn, staying bro. there. Like we didn't even worry about him. So Come I'm like, like sitting there, like All right, like, like pl- like visually planning my drive home, like to avoid as many like big intersections as possible. Yeah. So I'm like start starting up the car, and my dad, inch like put the windows down. <laughs> so I roll the windows down, he's like sticks his head out the window. I'm like, oh, like what are we doing? Like yeah. if if a cop sees us, they're gonna be like, What's go- what's going on here? <laughs> That's crazy. And so then I drive, so like I we get home, everything's like fine. The next this is a Saturday this safe. is a Saturday night. <laughs> we probably get home at like two thirty. Yeah. Six o'clock the next morning, I hear a knock on my door, it's my dad ready to go to church. I'm like wow. I'm like, Are we serious? I this respect is what the we're doing. And he just has never mentioned it since. I don't even know if he remembers that night, but yeah, I, that was just that's my favorite Matt Strasser story. For uh, for the record, Goat Talk does not endorse. Yeah, we drinking yeah and we driving. do not endorse drinking and driving. Uh,
0: it's a very <laughs> reckless behavior, but yeah. Saul was Saul was good to drive. Yeah, right? I was not. I was yes. You, I was below the legal limit. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, well, I guess I got to tell my story now too. Yeah. So. I, I kind of wanted to tell a story of him yelling at me that was funny. Because, like, he doesn't yell at me a lot like that. Like, he kind of, like, he'll, like, give me advice. Stern words. Yeah, stern words. Like, it's, like, strongly worded lectures. It's not yelling. But, um. At least that's what you tell yourself. Yeah. But, like, in the moment, I'm, like, he's right. And then, like, 30 minutes later, I'm, like, that was funny. Like, it's, it's funny to me that, like, he's always, like. Like, he only says it when, like, shit, shit is about to hit the fan, Loki. Like, he doesn't, like, get on my ass like that. Like, we, he used to when I was, like, a kid, but, like, not anymore. It's usually my mom who more so, like, you know, like, yells at me. She doesn't yell at me. She just, like, is, like, telling me what to do. But I was, like, I kind of want to tell a ghost story because um, last ep- last episode we were talking about ghosts, and, you like I said, you were shocked that to yeah, find out that I believe in ghosts. I was. And I was not shocked, but I was like, damn, so you really don't believe in ghosts? But, so this was actually last summer, and we went to Charleston and Savannah. And Savannah is, like, known for being a ghost town or whatever, Yeah, right?
1: Yeah, those, like, what, like, it, like, it's tours or what, ghost yeah.
0: tours? So, it's known for being a ghost town, and we go to this hotel in Savannah. And it's just, like, a normal Hilton hotel, like, it's pretty standard, like, where we would normally stay. And, um, you know, the entire trip, just to preface, like, I was kind of, like, on the fence about going to Savannah. I didn't really want to go to Savannah because I was, like, what is there to do? Because, like, they, didn't, I know, like, my brother gets scared of ghosts, low-key. So, like, he didn't want to do a ghost. Like, no one wanted the go- ghost tour. Like, my mom's, like, big on that, like, I don't want to usher negative energy into my life. And I low-key agree with her. Fair but, like, enough, yeah. I, like... I wanted to do a ghost tour or something. So, like, we just saw, like, some of, like, the the pretty sides. It's still a pretty city, and there's still a lot of history there. But I was, like, we're not doing a ghost tour. So, like, I was, like, I kind of, like, why don't we just stay another day in Charleston? So, I was kind of, I was in a bad mood, but I was, like, all right, bro, you guys figure out what you want to do. Because, like, the one thing that I wanted to do, like, the one thing that we're supposed to do in, in Savannah, you guys don't want to do it. So, I was, like, on that wave. I was, like, all right, bro, you all figure out what you want to do. And so tensions were a little high because of that because I was just being a bitch
1: yeah. that's the good old-fashioned family trip like yeah one of the kids is always pissed off about something then like it just turns into snowball effect and eventually the whole family there's always just yeah always un, unspoken tension but yeah that 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 needs to be there
0: so we we get to um we're like we're sitting in the hotel at 10 o'clock right and um me and my brother are in one room and they're like my parents are in the other room so me and my brother like no problems um i'm sleeping on the couch as usual <laughs> i don't really get a call he just be t- he just tells me what to do um but like i don't ca- care because i was watching tv so um you know we get through the night everything's fine i go over to my parents room because i think we were only there for a night i go over to my parents room in the morning and my mom I, my dad's in the bathroom and I get there. He's taking a shower and my mom's like did you like did you hear what happened last night? I was like no bro. Like I was asleep. Like what What do you mean? Did you hear what happened? Like I was my first contact with you <laughs> and she's like she's like yeah Like like there's some weird stuff happening. I was like bro. What are you talking about? And she's like I'll let your dad explain it when he comes out and then She so she had been like talking about my mom gets scared a little bit like it, Like what especially like when my dad's not home like she'll sleep with the door open and like lights on and stuff like that like her her master bedroom door open okay so she do be getting a little scared but she was like oh like even like when she was using the bathroom and stuff like that she was like turning the outside she turned like all the lights on i'm like all right bro you're just being extra at this point it's a hotel room it's not that big but basically what happened was the light was flickering in in the bathroom right in their bathroom yeah And like okay, bro, like really, like that's not that deep, but the way he was describing it was as the night went on, it became more intense and intense and intense and intense. And at one point, it became like literally, like it was like a strobe light, like on off on off. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm I'm just sitting there like I'm like, is that really that scary? And then um, he was like, he's like, I closed the door and it got even more intense. Like I I flicked the light off and it was still doing it. I was like. Damn, bro. Like, okay. Like, it's just a broken light switch or whatever. Finally, we go downstairs and he's like, like, so he's like, yeah, I had to be a ghost, bro. Like, he was just joking around. <laughs> we were all like messing around, like, oh, it's a ghost, blah. Uh-huh. And then my brother's like, oh, we got your ghost tour, like, ha ha ha. We go downstairs, we start talking to the management. We're like, they're like, yeah, how was the room? Everything fine? And he was like, yeah, everything was good, but like the light was flickering a little bit, and like the headboard, like, like, oops, like. Um, there was like some cloth ripped off and she's like, excuse me. And he was like, yeah And he's like she's like what new room number were you in and and he tells her and she's like, oh shit <laughs> and, and, and i'm just looking at him like Bruh. like, Yeah, no, she's <laughs> fucking with us. There's no way turns out That a week ago someone had stayed in that room And he came downstairs and literally left in the middle of the night because he said he saw a ghost there and across the hall like when he was down in the lobby he said he could see a, literally see a ghost and he just ran away in yeah. the middle of the night he he had a 3 night stay plan and he just left on the first night then she starts talking more and she's like yeah like um this is built on a an, on a cemetery
1: it's like the classic trope like it's yeah, built on a yeah. cemetery like cuz ancient ground was broken
0: and and right next to it was a battlefield where where this guy named General Pulaski, like some like Polish dude who fought in the American Revolution for the United States, he died like on that battlefield. It was literally right next to the hotel. And then he was like, Yeah, he's like, We've had a lot of reports coming in like specifically from that room. And so then on the way back the entire time he was like, Holy shit, like holy shit, like dude. Yes. I've never seen him like that. He's like, Holy shit, there was a ghost. Holy shit. Like I was like, damn, bro. Like this dude he's if like whenever you meet him, you like no, like he's not someone who like gets like Flustered flustered like that. And he was like, yo, he's like, there's a ghost bro." Like, that was that was really funny to me though. it yeah, was an yeah. interesting seeing him like that and also just like the fact that now, in Do that you room, believe
1: that or do you think it, it was like a, Like whole it's like one of their marketing strategies to like do like haunted like rooms or whatever or like the whole haunted experience
0: I mean, we're never going back there. So <laughs> if it was a marketing I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if she was like hyping it up like yeah. if, there were, if there was if that dude didn't actually
1: stay in our exact room because I low-key feel like if that dude actually just, like, bounced in the middle of the night because yeah. saw a ghost, I'm not going to go around telling everyone that because it's not going to be good for business.
0: Yeah, but she wasn't, like, she wasn't, like, a owner or, like, a manager or anything. Oh, she really? Just, she just worked at the desk. Okay. Which is why she was like, oh, shit. Like, she's, like, cool about it. But, <laughs> um, yeah, like, if it was a marketing technique, it didn't work on us. <laughs> like, you know, like, we're not going back there anytime soon. I would go back there. I don't really give shit, but.
1: You know, I think it would be cool to have an extraterrestrial experience like that.
0: I or want, like, yeah,
1: no, extra. What's it called? No, Su- extra, super supernatural,
0: supernatural or paranormal, whatever. Yeah, it is. paranormal. There's so many words, but I would. I don't know. I want to do a ghost trip though. One that like ghost tour one time. Doesn't like, Charleston like do like that Yeah, Charleston does it. Savannah does it. Like all these places do. It. I'm sure there's one in somewhere in on like in Wilmington as well. Oh like yeah, all these coastal cities have so many ghost stories
1: in yeah, quotations
0: uh but yeah all right well that's a good i guess it, it's an even better segue to everything just segues naturally into the next question what are what is the best vacation you've been on and like what is your ideal vacation it's a two-part question
1: hmm it's probably a coin toss for the best vacation i've been on i'll probably have to say i mean I gotta say, shout out Jared Applegate for taking me on his Montana skiing trip the first time our freshman year. Yeah. That was, that was like, that was, cause, I mean, that was like, I love skiing and that was fun. Like, it was great skiing. But I mean, I guess probably like going to uh, to uh, Italy last or whatever. Yeah. From, like spring break of a couple of years ago, just because like the food, the food and the coffee there are so good. It's undefeated. And like, and those are two, like, those are two of like probably the four most important things to me in my life is food and coffee. So to be at, a place where you find pinnacle carbs and coffee and and religion too. Yeah, oh, The you, best you know, tri- you yeah. know, my dad took us to the Vatican. Food, coffee, and God—three yeah. of the four most yeah. important things. Honestly, yeah. So that's and probably, you're with your family. Yeah, undefeated. And Derek was being a bitch that trip, so that's the only reason why it's de- like a not undisputed one. But yeah, that's probably my favorite vacation, just because. I mean, like, it's almost like it's sad. You like go there and you come back to like, and you try to have like a pizza or a pasta, and it's just it's not the same. Not the same at all and it takes you like 2 weeks to adjust to like eating shitty american food again.
0: Yeah. But like I feel like at, at some point like once you get there like you eat so I eat so much pizza at least that I'm like when I come back I'm like I don't want to see a pizza like I Yeah, like that I, is true. I land in 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 like Charlotte and I'm like take me to the nearest mexican restaurant.
1: Yeah. I I will say I guess you probably probably can't speak on this but like I had the wine there. I mean, I'm not a big wine drinker, but I didn't like, I don't, I didn't like taste or like understand the hype around like, like Italy, like the wine in Italy versus like any wine that you would just buy off the shelf here. Like, I don't like, I'm I'm not a connoisseur like that. I don't have a a sophisticated palate for wine, but I didn't get it. But there's something to be said about going to get a nice like coffee and pastry every single morning. There's an authentic like local shop on every, like on every street corner. And it's like you can get—I mean, I don't know the convert like what the conversion is—but you get the equivalent of a coffee and a pastry for like two bucks in American dollars. It, it's so much cheaper. There. Yeah,
0: dude, espresso there, like, cause espresso there is like everywhere, right? And yeah. here it's like, if you if you want someone to make you a cappuccino, you're gonna have to pay like at your ass, looking. Yeah, it's just—it's like, it's a standard like four bucks because it's a, it's a specialty drink. Yeah, Where, like, there, that's, like, the standard. Yeah,
1: they don't do, like, iced coffee and all exactly. that. Like, f- and, like, Frappuccino. That's,
0: like, their brewed coffee yeah. that we, we, we can get anywhere for very cheap.
1: Yeah, so that was, was, and just, like, the cultural experience there was really awesome. It also makes you, it low-key makes you appreciate what you have here. Like, air conditioning and, like, just, like, yeah. little stuff that, it just, yeah. I, I would definitely say that, is that. Air conditioning is not common there. And having a big shower. Holy cow. Like an, like a big bathroom. Just a big place to stay in yeah. general. Because like, we, we see it at three places there. And two of the three either had no, like, really no shower. Or they had, like, the, the handheld thing that you rinse yeah. yourself off with. And, like, I mean, I'm a pretty big guy. My dad's 6'3", basically. Like, if you're a bigger Your person. Your dad is 6'3"? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm impressed that I didn't get this, that 6'3 gene. But, yeah. Um, So... It's hard to like shower with a little like handheld. Yeah. Whatever it's called. Damn.
0: It's that's the only like. It also like when we always go in summer, so it's hot as hell. Oh,
1: yeah. We, yeah. Well, we in the spring, but
0: like there's not, there's not like.
1: Their seasons are different.
0: Yeah. And like, especially when you're walking and like, like on the beach and stuff, obviously there's no shade. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Everything is just. But it's so beautiful some of some of the places is like you like you're like you just feel like you're in a movie like I can't I can't imagine You know anything else.
1: Yeah What's your ideal vac or your favorite vacation? I
0: would probably say when I went to Rome. Yeah We, we, we went to Rome for I think seven days and then everything about that trip was great like um you know, we had a direct Charlotte to Rome flight, which was nice. That is really nice, actually. They they don't do that year round.
1: Yeah, because we had to fly out of JFK.
0: Yeah, like I'm I'm going in next week, and we're flying out of JFK. We had to go to JFK to Madrid, and then Madrid to Milan. Oh, really? Yeah. But um. Yeah, like, and it was the it was um, we wanted to do like a oh let's do this many days in like Rome and this many days in Florence stuff like that, and what I realized is that. That's I I would for anyone who who wants to go to Italy I would highly suggest that you pick Two cities and if you're going for like two weeks, let's say you spend a week in each one Like I I would not suggest you know Like because what we did was we went to Rome for seven days and we went to Florence and Venice But like for like the rest three days that we had
1: yeah, and like that we did not do it justice at all I will say if you do go to Italy, I think you should definitely check out Switzerland we went to Switzerland. For, we just did a day trip there, but yeah. it was sick. It's, it's beautiful. I mean, like they obviously had like the sick, like the awesome chocolate, mm-hmm. and it's like it's really pretty. We did like a ferry ride and stuff. So I would definitely recommend going to Switzerland for at least a day if you're gonna be there. Yeah,
0: and like I mean, we're flying into Milan, and we're there for like two days or three days, and then we're going to Geneva, which like we've we've been to Milan before, so like I'm not like going against my own advice, but at the same time, uh, at the same time, um. You got, like, it was those seven days in Rome, we did, like, two things every single day, and we did them right. Like, we got a tour done, like, a proper, yeah. like, local tours. Like, my f- my dad had a friend who lived in Rome for, I think, 15 years, and he was the one who basically told us, like, do this. Yeah, so he knows it. what's up. Yeah, and he, ge- he put us in contact with the tour companies. He's like, yeah, my cousin runs a tour company, and, like, I'll make sure he gives you a private tour and, like, does it right. He doesn't do, like, the, you know, like, like a the, group tour yeah, that's, the, like... Um, the stereotypical tourist like exactly
1: just trying to get your money and get you out of there kind of kind so we of went
0: with him to the vatican and literally like we would walk and everything he would explain like so well and it, it it grew my appreciation for art so much more when i when i sat there and like i listened to him explain like these paintings from like michelangelo everywhere or these like, the sculptures and stuff like that. like it was it was great but i think i mean honestly my ideal vacation is would be like going somewhere like in the fall like low-key going to like italy in the fall time that way it's like it's still like 70 degrees 75 degrees it's not burning hot but you can still go to the beach stuff like that um obviously the food is amazing there and yeah. just the views are amazing yeah but i don't know i've been usually when when i when i travel or when we go on vacation we go on vacation to do stuff
1: like we don't like go to you know like, around yeah that's yeah I mean, that's I would. I like lounging around on my vacations, but my dad hates it. So yeah. like if we're going on vacation, we're going to be doing something Same. every single day. We're not just yeah. going to be like, we're not going to have an open book, like an open calendar.
0: That's funny because I I remember like, uh, I mean, I, all the guys who went to Asheville with me remember that. Like when when I went to Asheville with uh, like Louis, Stacey, all of them, we literally every morning I was like barking at him like at 8 a.m. Like, yo, get the fuck up. Like, and I literally said something that my dad used to say. Like, I didn't like, I didn't get, take your ass out here for you just like <laughs> go to sleep like you could have done that at home. <laughs> and I sat there, I said it and I thought to myself, "Wow." Yeah, like holy shit. Like it's 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 starting. Yeah. So,
1: it's inevitable.
0: It's it's well, yeah, I I I can't I don't I don't like I'm kind of on your dad's side, like. I, I understand lounging around like if you are like relaxing vacation, but like that's something I I would do with my friends, you know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm on a family it's vacation. It's weird when it's a family vacation. You got to you got to do I stuff. I
1: live like well, I guess like not really now, but I used to like I live with you all the time, so like to sit mm-hmm. there and do nothing—it just drives me crazy. Could have done
0: that at home. Yeah,
1: but yeah. All right. Well, let's—we have to talk about it,
0: even though some some of our fans don't like it. Let's talk finals.
1: Yeah. Um, do you want to go first, or do you want me to give you my thoughts? I'll go. I'll go ahead. I. So, I came on before before everything started. Before
0: game one, I was adamant on let's release an episode talking about. Or no, sorry. It was right after game one.
1: Of oh, the finals? Yeah. I thought I first I thought it was before game one.
0: The episode three? I'm pretty sure it was it was after the first game. But I could be wrong. Okay. But anyways, I, I came out and I said I said Warriors and Six and I'm sticking with it. I, I I switched up the order in the beginning, but after that, whatever I said is is holding true. Like they're gonna win how they just won game finals, they're gonna win at home, and game six clay is gonna finish it out in
1: the garden. I, I game six clay needs to show up because he has not shown up yet. Yeah, but I think the the if you're a Celtics fan, the thing that has to worry you the most is the fact that Steph Curry didn't make a three at all last game. Yeah, and you still lost.
0: Yeah, there's you can't. That's lose not going to happen again for
1: another eight years, probably. It snapped like a two hundred and thirty-three 30, or thirty-four yeah. game streak.
0: Exactly. Like that's that's two entire. That's if you play full seasons. That's two full seasons with the playoffs.
1: Yeah. So, probably more actually. Yeah, Because you're not, you're not a playing more. forty yeah, games. You're not, in the yeah, it's definitely a little more. Yeah, the most you can play in the playoffs is twenty eight. So
0: that's like two and a half seasons or three three seasons. Yeah. So you 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 can't you can't do that. You know what I mean? Like you can't come out and
1: lose by ten when Steph is is o of nine for yeah. three. But I will say, if you're a Celtics fan, I think the the good news there is. The reason you're losing is something that can be easily fixed, and it's turning the ball over. Yeah, like I think I think Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown alone are averaging like 15 turnovers a game, or something. It's something really crazy because they're just like, I mean, they just don't have a true primary ball hand. I mean, Marcus Smart, I guess. But but even then, it's most of the time the ball's in uh, Tatum's or Brown's hands, and they're just getting ripped or making bad
0: passes. Tatum has ninety five turnovers to at the postseason, which is the most in NBA
1: history. Yeah, so I mean, that can easily like you can easily cut that on turnovers. Like it's just making like smarter decisions. Yeah. When I think if I think if they do it's that, then it's, they infinitely increase their chance of winning. So are you? So you? you're original? I'm sticking with my Warriors and seven. Which is Warriors and seven. I think the Celtics going to get this next game, but then I just don't think they're going to be able to get Game Seven. Now, if so, let's talk MVP then, because that's kind of.
0: If if the Celtics win, is J- is, is Jason Tatum your MVP?
1: If the Celtics win the series? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's It's not even close. You think so? I think people are like are like hopping on the just Jalen Brown bandwagon, but like He ha- he has he like he, he has great starts to the game. Yeah. Like he'll like he'll score like 10, 12 points in the first yeah. quarter, and then he kind of just like cruises the rest of the game. That's not, true. And for lack of like not cruises, but for lack of it. Like he he doesn't But game one game one. Al Horford, right, he went off. And Oh, sorry, Al, I'm going to cut you off. And, yeah. like, people are saying, like, oh, like, Jalen Brown's the only reason they're in this series, which is so f- incredibly false. Game one, like, yeah, Jason Tatum shot the bed. People, yeah. Had 13 assists, though. And regardless of Jason Tatum, they don't win that game without Al Horford yeah. and Derek White going stupid. Yeah, that's true. So say what you want about Jalen Brown. They lost game two. So like, that's my issue. Yeah, sorry, continue. They lost game two. So that's, I mean, Warriors played a lot better. Game three, Jason Tatum had a bounce back game, definitely. But even then, Jalen Brown, yeah, was Jalen Brown has never had, besides you could argue Game one has never had a head and shoulders game better than Jason Tatum or anyone else on that team.
0: Okay, I can I can respect that. My thing was that Jason Tatum dropped twelve points in Game one. Like that to me was like I was like really he yes,
1: but he did have thirteen assists and so pe- he figured it out of like yeah. figured out how to change the game.
0: People are just like. Forgetting that the the Celtics went like
1: I think 9 of 11 for threes in, in the fourth quarter in the first game Or the like first eight. game they were they went in the fourth quarter. There was a point. They were 7 for 7. Yeah, they might have ended up I think yeah, I, I think, think they, they went 9, nine, nine for and 11. And 11. Yeah,
0: so Like people act like if that wasn't like the Warriors were up by double digits going into the fourth quarter so people are acting like if that didn't have like People are like surprised that the Warriors are winning the series. Like, the, the series should be over right now. Yeah, like, that's why people whenever even after game three, when it was two one Boston, people are like, Oh, like are you, you, you I bet you feel pretty dumb about your pick. I'm like, No. Warriors in six. It should be the it should it should be two one in the opposite direction. So and I like like I said, it should the game, the series should be over by now. It should be four one. But the Warriors sold in the fourth quarter in the first game, so that's fine. Um So. So you think that Jameson Tatum is the undeniable MVP for the Celtics? I can I can agree with that. I, before before he was, I mean now he's been dropping like twenty twenty and something. But like I'm still kind of disappointed in in um, like I'm I'm w- like just watching him just by the eye test. If I'm being honest, like he's not shooting well at all. Like I I'm seeing like I'm seeing a bunch of these like you know ten foot, turnaround jays like. Like these kobe moves he's trying and he's either airballing or breaking them every single time and it gives you a lot more appreciation for someone like kobe and mj like I was watching that with like a bunch of lebron lovers And I was like look at that and tell me if someone made that like those shots with like 70% like You know accuracy or like 60% of the time you can't tell me that that that's not an elite like that's jason tatum is an elite score and someone who can make those shots like it's nothing the ones that he's airballing and bricking, like these turnaround jays and like faders, like that. That's that's the goat. Like, so don't don't come at me with this. Like, oh, like scoring was you know it's it's decent. Defense is worse. All right, I'm getting back on my MJ.
1: Yeah, I will. Yeah, I do. I do agree that Jason Tatum's trying a little hard to be Kobe, he especially is. with his shot selection, <laughs> bro. This this whole I got you thing. That oh man. Yeah, that's that was really cringy. And then wearing this like the same outfit that he wore to yeah. The, that was just doing too so much. unnecessary. Doing too
0: much, especially for him to lose, it's too much. Yeah. So on the on the other side though, Warriors, Steph Steph is still average after dropping sixteen last game. He's still at about thirty point five.
1: I'm pretty sure. In yeah. Points. Here's what here's what I'll say about about the Warriors MVP is I think regardless of what happens if the Warriors win the series, no matter what happens, I think Steph. We'll get the MVP. Yeah, he's, I mean he's had a great yeah. he's had a great playoff run, but honestly, I think Andrew Wiggins makes a strong case.
0: So if Andrew Wiggins puts up like a 20, 25 points in the next game, something like that, he will be at about like twenty two, ten and and three, and those were those were the same numbers actually, just a little bit higher that Kawhi put up when he won Finals MVP t- when the
1: Spurs beat the Heat four one. Yeah, I think the only way Andrew Wiggins gets MVP is if the Warriors have to win next game, and Andrew Wiggins has to outscore Steph by at least 15 points. Yeah. And he has to grab another 12 rebounds at least.
0: Steph, Steph's got to shit the bed next game in terms of, like, 10 points and, like, 6, 7 assists. And then he'll be down to, like, probably the 25. I think he'll be, like, at, yeah, then he'll be at, like, 160 divided by 5. So, like, a, what is that? Like, a, no, no, not 160, 160 divided by 6. Excuse me. Yeah, so he'll be I I started doing I was like there's no way that's right uh, 26 26.6 and then he'll be at like a little bit like less than 10, 10 assists And then you got Andrew Wiggins who's has it averaging a double-double with 20 and 10 and also like defense Like how good is he doing defensively people are sleeping on it? He's taking whatever's thrown at him and he's just and he's shooting a higher
1: percentage too for sure yeah. So so going back. Sorry, but going back to the Jalen Brown versus Jason Tatum. Because yeah. this pisses me off. I'm okay. a, I, maybe I'm a Jalen Brown hater. But I'm gonna read you Jalen Brown's shooting percentages from from the series, and then Jason Tatum's. Is is Brown shooting a lower percentage? Well, I'll let you. I'll do you the game by game. So game one. Yeah. He shot forty three point five percent. Okay. Twenty five from three. Yeah. Game two, he shot twenty nine percent, thirty from three. Game three was his best. He shot fifty six point three from the, from the floor, fifty cent. From a three-point land. What what is he? What are his numbers in these games? Like, oh, do you want me to? I'll give you the. Yeah, okay. Yeah, just give me the uh, one, two, three, quick. So ten for twenty-three for game one. Two, no, I'm talking about like points. How many points he scored? Uh, uh, 27, uh, okay. 18. Okay, so he's um, about twenty-two. Yeah, and then in his most recent game, he went zero for five from three-pointers. Jason yeah. Tatum, it was not falling for him. On the other hand, his points are. They're similar. He's got 12, 28, 28, 23, 27. But he's shooting, um, besides, if you take game one out of the equation where he shot 18%, he's shooting a much higher field goal percentage. And he's shooting an infinitely better three-point percentage. He shot. He's only shot 50, below 50% from three in two games, game one, including. Really? He shot 20% from in game one and 33 in game three. Everything else, he shot 66, 50, and 56. Holy shit. I didn't know
0: that. Well, no, I didn't know that because he was, like, at one point, he was 5 of 7 in the first half, on threes. Or yeah. I think
1: it might have been the first quarter, low-key. He went off and won one of the games, but they still lost. So there's, if there's anything you're going to say about Jason Tatum in this series, I think it's that he needs to take more shots. Yeah. And maybe he needs to alter—I mean, I guess, like, obviously, like— He takes more The threes. really bad shots are always going to stick in our minds. Yeah. But, I mean, his percentages are good. So I think if you're a Celtics fan, you want him to take more shots. You need him to take more threes specifically, not not these like not these Kobe fadeaways, not these Kobe shots, man.
0: But um, and defensively too, they're doing, but they're both doing like Jalen Brown's playing a great series defensively. Yeah, like I mean,
1: they've, they've until until tomorrow night, the Warriors haven't played. scored that. Like there hasn't been. a I mean, except for there was one blowout game. One sixteen is the most points the Warriors have scored this yeah. series. Which if that's, I mean, they've won two
0: games by ten. Then they had that one blowout. And then they've lost the other two games. Yeah, so if
1: you're keeping the Warriors to, so like, r- right around their average and, like, right at, like, 108, so 107. A great defensive team. Yeah, you are got to be happy with that. So if,
0: if let's say, you know, I'm, I I still think St- Steph's going to win MVP because at the end of the day it is a, you know, media-driven um, thing. And, and he probably does deserve it because at the end he, he put 43 up in a game that if they didn't win it would be looking at a very different series right now yeah like he really did everything that game, so how much credit does Steve Kerr get, and where does do, what what does that do for his legacy to win another ring with this team in this
1: fashion I should say Uh I mean obviously like adding a championship to your resume it, like is a good thing, yeah, it increases it, but I think like people have just gotten so used to the warriors success, yeah, and if you're looking at Steve Kerr as a coach, like people are just used to him winning. Like, obviously, it helps it, and I yeah. think it puts him like, I mean, he's a great coach, but yeah. he's been how much like he has a good team around him. He hasn't, like, he he has like his okay, his, yeah, he has the option of drawing up plays for like three different people. Okay, Phil Jackson, right, has 11 rings. He's
0: probably, I would say, he's the best coach, greatest coach of all time. Yeah, Greg Popovich is obviously there too. Yeah.
1: Greg Popovich. I don't know if I Greg put Steve Kerr. Maybe, maybe top five. I don't know. But yeah. It's also like you looking at resume because like it's also it's hard for the casual fans to to grasp how good of an actual coach they are.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, Steve, my uh Phil Jackson. Like he he was a great coach. Obviously, we've seen that. Like, but he had Shaq, Kobe, MJ, Pippen. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I mean, like, a
1: firm believer that players win games, not coaches. Yeah. That's fair. But. You can it's it's easier for a a well coached
0: team with I would take a an extremely disciplined team with good players over a non-disciplined team with great players. Like you can't throw a bunch of stars
1: together. I take that on any level but a professional level. You think like so? High school, college, yeah. Yes. But when you get to the professionals, like when you're when you're talented like I mean, like for instance, like you could put the most like uh, skilled, disciplined defender On like KD yeah. or LeBron But his talent's gonna overcome that skill At, at that level Because okay. it's just so good
0: But then what happens when they don't play well together And they're all playing ISO ball And they, they, they don't want to pass to each other
1: like, Yeah, I mean
0: Like the, uh, what's his name Team Team USA lost to a bunch of bums In a scrimmage Like The Dream Team lost to a bunch of bums in a scrimmage Because they were playing
1: like shit yeah, but then and they got but then they replayed that, or they replayed. No, they that lost game. To the college. Case. They replayed that game the next, the next day, and won by over eighty. Because of the coaching, or because they just got their shit together and stopped fucking around. Okay, ba- maybe so,
0: but I think it's so. I think that first of all, having all these personalities on the team and coaching players. We're talking about
1: the Nets, if we're, if we're, like that's your, we're basically debating Nets versus like Celtics.
0: Well, why are the Nets? Why are the Nets bad? Why are the Celtics? Like, why were the Celtics bad with Kyrie? Like, because they didn't. I don't. I don't think that they're being coached. Well. I don't think Steve Nash is a good coach. The Nets have no excuse to be bad with with, uh, what's his name to be with a uh, Kyrie, Katie, and.
1: But if you think Benson about it, that well, Celtics like, team is pretty much the same as when Kyrie was there versus when he left. I mean, they obviously added like Derek White. Yeah, but like they're largely. I mean, like Tatum Brown, they yeah. were all there. Like you know, like you know what I'm saying. So why why would that
0: people don't talk about Is how much of a disappointment That Kyrie team was Because That Celtics Kyrie team Yeah I mean Because I they had I think
1: it's The problems, Kyrie
0: Yeah it is And and you got a coach You, you got to you got to have a coach Who can handle that You A coach has to handle those. I don't know Phil I mean, Jackson The only handle way guy you can like handle that
1: The only you can handle That Kyrie situation Is just Get him off the team Ben start Benjamin. Well, he is
0: he is cancer in the locker room. Yeah. I want to I want to hear Daniel's take on this, whatever. Yeah. But so but look, look, looking at Steve Kerr, I just think like if you have these players who are like like this it's got to be something, bro, because the, everyone they draft turns out just to be a perfect their role players play so well. Otto, Otto Porter plays so well. Gary Payton plays so well. Um you know, Jordan Poole has turned into a phenom. Draymond Green has adapted himself over so long from becoming this guy who was just defense and then he became defense and the open three shot. And now he run he can run the offense, high pick and roll. Like, you know, so obviously I'm not gonna give Steph Curry and Clay Thompson's credit to Steve Kerr, but like he's been there their entire careers. Um, people like Andrew Wiggins, who were like seen as the next league, he was the next growing up he was the next lebron you remember that yeah when he was oh this guy's canadian kid 18 years old next lebron you know goes to college does well gets drafted first overall all of a sudden three four years later we're starting hearing bust 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 he puts up decent numbers like quiet 16 and 7 goes to the timberwolves puts up better numbers and now all of a sudden he's an all-star and he's like in the argument for finals mvp you gotta give some credit to Steve Kerr, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I I yeah. I mean we had this conversation on the last podcast. Is how much that's Steve Kerr and how much is the culture. Yeah. I mean it's it's easy. Or I don't want to say easy because nothing's easy in the NBA, but like the step into the Warriors system where yeah. this the floor is always spaced, you always have one or two shooters, like, and not just shooters, like great shooters on the floor, makes oh, yeah. it so much easier to come in and like do your thing. So true. They don't they have such good ball movement that I used to
0: watch the boy, and I was talking about this with my brother the other day. I used to watch the Warriors and be like, "God, I hate this because they're ruining basketball. Everything is a three. Everything's about the three pointer, right? They'll 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 pass up on a like a small like, go, like a bigger man going up on the smaller defender for a lay, and he'll dish it out for to step to take a contested three. He'll make it, but like like God, this is ruining basketball. And then I I used to I, I remember like watching like the the Heat play like back when like when they had the big three. That was their offense too. It was just drive and kick. But you had such good spacing of the floor because when you have someone like LeBron, like who, who is a point guard that is massive, and can shoot, like it's just having a player like that leads to such good spacing. And it's like that drive and kick play is so hard, it's hard, hard to defend because then then LeBron just surrounded himself by people like James Do, James Jones, Shane Battier, Ray, pe- Ray Allen, these people who were like. Great, great shooters, but like they wouldn't be better on it. They will not be good on any other team. Yeah. But. So I I think that if I'm being honest, if if Wiggins shows up tomorrow really well and Steph doesn't play as well, I would personally give the the, the MVP to Wiggins, but it's gonna go to Steph most likely. But yeah, all right, enough. Do you have
1: do you have anything else you want to say
0: on the on the matter?
1: I have a question, but that but I think it goes down a rabbit hole, and I don't think. We have enough time for that. We're all about rabbit holes. Just asking if so if if Wiggins wins MVP yeah. Finals MVP. What is it? Where do you? Does this change how you view Steph and his in the long run and his legacy? Because this would be his first Finals MVP if he won it. This yeah. Year. And you could definitely argue he's deserving of it this year.
0: He he deserves it this year. He didn't deserve it. The two times KD won it, Iguodala. It's it's no. debatable. I think that's Igu- Iguodala did not
1: deserve that Finals MVP.
0: Okay. That's true, but like, still, Iguodala won it, bro. You, you got to be like immensely better than Iguodala to like for it, it. would make sense if, if Steph won it and it Iguodala deserved it. It just goes to show the, the other the way
1: clout and the, the the absolute just like LeBron bandwagon you see in the league. He got that MVP because he guarded LeBron. Yeah, and everyone's so enamored with LeBron that's like, oh my gosh, if they can win, whoever's guarding LeBron, give him the MVP.
0: Yeah, I guess so, but like. At the end of the day, Steph is their star player, and Steph is flashy too, right? So if journalists are voting on it and they really think it was that deep, like, you you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously to us, we're like, Steph deserved it. But if if a star wins it over a role player who plays really well, that makes sense. But if a role player wins it over a star, there's got to be something there. Like, you got... What do you mean something there? Like, the, the star has to... You have to. You don't have to. You just have to do as good as them. If you're a star to win the finals MVP, for a role player has to overcompensate. Like like what we're saying right now. If tomorrow, if Andrew Wiggins has a crazy game, like let's say he goes like thirty five and fifteen in a couple blocks, right? Steph's still gonna win the MVP most likely.
1: Unless I mean, Steph has a bad
0: game. Even if Steph has like a fifteen point ten assist game, right? Which is below what he's what we're used to from him. He's gonna win it because it's it's a journalist award. So, I see what you're saying, but I'm like, if you're the star on a team, you should you should not be in competition with a role player to win MVP. Because Wiggins and, and Iguodala is very different. I think so. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah. I, I don't know where to put... I was talking about this with Deji the other day, and, and they were like, oh, Steph's already definitely top 15 of all time. And I'm like, to me, a guy who says that Kobe is... Fringe top ten. That's like he's he's like eight (laughs) or nine. I'm sorry, but but Steph Curry is not top fifteen guaranteed. He's probably top twenty. I would put KD over Steph Curry though. There's 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 a couple of current players that I would put over Steph. And when it's all said and done, they definitely will be over Steph. Like I think Giannis will definitely be ahead of Steph all time. When it's all said and done. Yeah,
1: I agree. I even if I think you can make
0: an argument, he already is. No, I can't do that, bro. Steph is the greatest shooter of all time, and he has—he's about to have four rings. Like it's—it's—it's it's, it's easy to say, like, oh, I, he has as many rings as LeBron. Like in the in the in the old days,
1: like having. I see, see, I'm not—I cannot get behind not, rings being the biggest qualification for where you land on the. Greatness. Okay, but but
0: you got to you got to give it credibility because like it's not that easy to win four rings. Yeah, as, a, as it Yeah, but Robert always got ago. seven. Yeah, but Robert always a role player.
1: I mean, yeah, but it's like it's still like if. If if rings are the greatest like factor in a yeah. way you land all the time and Robert Horry is seventh, he should be top seventy-five. If how many other people have seven rings? Bill Russell and his like Yeah, gang. And everyone on that team. Yeah. They're the only ones. Hakeem As a player. Seven rings as a player. Not yeah. as a player coach. As a player. Steve Kerr will have nine if he if he
0: wins. Yeah, but that's player coach. Yeah. Five but that's what pisses me off is like Hakeem. Like that's why Hakeem gets disrespect because he only has two, still has two, like still has two, and 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 the the way he won both of them against dominant
1: centers, and he just bitched them. People don't understand how hard. It, I mean, it's hard to win a ring. I like I think yeah, like, I, or I know that. Like I agree, but like yeah, and Hakeem didn't have another guy with him. Is what's crazy. There's Scotty and MJ, right?
0: And then but I will I will on.
1: also say that I don't think the best team wins a ring every like wins it all every year.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I think when the Lakers won their Mickey Mouse ring, the two best teams in the, in the league were not there. The yeah, Warriors I mean and they, the Nets. They, yeah.
1: I, so I, yeah. I definitely think that, yeah.
0: All right. That was, that was a little bit of Enough a rabbit, rabbit hole. Let's talk about music because we we both love music a lot. And I think that what we're realizing is the people want to hear more music stuff or like pop culture stuff. So –
1: Let's talk about What are your Like I have a list Of perfect yeah. songs Yeah see this is. I think this is your Gonna be your forte So I'll let you talk And I'll kinda just I'll jump in You don't You don't have any perfect You. I, see I just like I have I just like music And like I'm very My music's very mood dependent Okay get So you. like I don't have Like a like a set playlist That I'm always gonna go to Like yeah. I, I have different moods that I wanna listen to And like A lot of times It'll be just like Different songs I think of And I'll just like Play that song Like I'll go through like a Two week stretch where I just play that song like all the time, and then I just drop it for another one.
0: So, so if, is there any song that is what's to the test of time though? Like you, you can, you can listen to it any time, or like let's say tomorrow you you encounter a foreign
1: civilization and they've never heard music before, what are you putting? What's them the on one to? song I'm putting? What on? is that's the one? That's a great song? question. Oh, that's you're putting me on the spot there. Because I, I I don't know what mine would be. I yet. don't know what mine would be. Mine would it'd be something like classic. Alright let's hear it I don't I'm, uh, th- I'm trying to think Dude I don't know You oh. Give me your top so Give me your 10 out of 10 songs Alright So it. I, I have a list song. Called perfect
0: songs And I made this list I think 3 years ago And I just add, Anytime I think of a song I'm like This song is just like So good I, put, I throw it on here So When I made this list I was in my I was in my Travis Scott Like Mode Right Yeah So I start the list off With Astro Thunder
1: Masterworld, such a good song. How many songs are on this list before you go down it? Sixteen.
0: I'm not gonna talk about every single one okay. like that. <laughs> Coffee Bean, also from master Thunder. It's just like, it's crazy. And there's a funny story about it. I was I was buying my mom. This is probably Mother's Day 2019 because it had to be after 2018. I was buying my mom perfume, and I'm buying her, you know. Like, I'm trying, I'm going to the, I'm in South Park, smelling all these perfumes, whatever. Like, one of the ladies is helping me. And she gives me, like, a shot glass of coffee beans. I'm like, what is this for? And she's like, oh, this cleanses your palate. Like, your nasal palate. I think, I think is what it's like. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, oh, if you smell this, you're not going to have leftover scents from the other thing. Coffee does that. So, like, I smell the coffee and then I smell the next perfume. Because it resets. Then, I'm on the way home listening to Astroworld. Because this was, Astroworld dropped August 2018. This was May 2019, so I was still on that wave. I listened to that album like so much And I'm listening to th- and like I'm listening to it in order right for some reason or I, I see that the last song on the album is called coffee bean And I'm like damn I I don't know if that's like why he did it but like that'd be crazy if that's why he did it I would be because like it cleanses your palate for the next next album Yeah, that's, and that's yeah. some shit Travis Scott would do but anyways moving on do not disturb by Drake from more life slept on album Teenage Fever, also from More Life. Yellow by Coldplay. I was big into Coldplay as a kid because my cousins really loved Coldplay. Viva la Vida, I think everyone can agree that that's one of the greatest songs.
1: Yeah, that's probably, that makes a 10 out of 10 song for me, definitely. M-
0: my favorite Drake song of all time, which you know, Saul. Yeah, Jungle. Jungle. Chasing You by uh, Morgan Wallen. That's a good, uh, yeah. We used to listen to that song a lot. Yeah. Um, Cover Me Up the morgan wallen rendition of it cuz the other the original's whack unforgettable by french montana and and uh, i think it's just swole i don't think Ray sure. i don't think Slim jimmy's on it it's just Lee. yeah that song is so good french montana's part ruins it but um Lee is so good when she comes home tonight riley green banger so good yeah i got into country for a little bit while i was playing golf i still am la Canción by bad bad bunny that was in cancun that i got into that so good the intro to the podcast, Gravity, John yeah. Mayer. Insane. Enchanted by Taylor Swift. I, I do love Taylor Swift. People don't really know
1: that. but And Flicker by Nile Horn. That's pretty solid. I think something I would add to that is Home by Philip Phillips. Is a good song. Oh, yeah. Such a feel-good song. Um I, my all because my, a lot of my 10 out of 10 songs would probably be feel good songs just because like yeah that's what music's supposed to do is make you feel something good i think twist and shout from pharaoh's people's day off have you heard that song by the beatles no well if you haven't i'd look it up that's a really good song yeah um yeah god i, I just know. realized i
0: don't have any like sinatra or anything i don't know
1: here. if i could put rap any rap music on my 10 out of 10 just because like yeah there's a lot of it's also similar
0: Well, none of my songs are like hardcore rap. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I wasn't trying
1: to come at you out. Yeah, all right. No, but I feel that. moving on to the next part, then. So, which artist do you think gets hate for no reason, or at least undeservedly?
0: All right, I'll give you. I'll give you. So Drake, obviously, I think everyone hates on Drake for being weird, like you know, like cringy stuff like that. I get it. I get it because he says some like you know, you know some you know those
1: memes that are like yeah he's if you're yeah I mean if you're a meme you're getting hate
0: yeah. I, I, I understand the hate on Drake, and especially after the, the stuff he's been dropping recently. I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of, but I think that like, anything CLB and everything past then I think is is way under what my bar is for Drake. But I still think that like you can shit on Drake all you want, but he's been the most relevant rapper for ten years almost. Like everyone knows, my mom knows who Drake is, and she doesn't listen to rap. Like my parents know who Drake is, and not because I talk about him. Like they just know who Drake is. Everyone knows Drake, and he's good. Like he's he's dropped like five or six albums that are just amazing. Yeah. So Drake, six nine. I'm gonna get some hate for this. this is six nine. I used to know every like, lyric to every six nine song before he. So you,
1: but do you think his music is good? Yeah. He's just yelling into a mic. I could. I could like i really could do that dude you give me enough like equipment in and, and production it, i could do that okay
0: i'll tell you what it is about six time his his songs are so catchy a and b he like he's it's like it's like kind of like like he has like trap beat or not trap beats but like he has like mumble rap beats but he doesn't mumble rap he's he enunciates his ver- words very well like i i don't I like Lil Baby because he has like nice flow, but like sometimes I'm like, bro, what are you saying? Like, no, your- I disagree.
1: I think I think Lil Baby's very very clean, like like, like clean in the sense that you understand what he's saying. He non more. I think there's some like, so- there are some songs that Six Nine has where I'm just like, what the hell is he saying? He
0: makes up words, but like I, you you know what he's like, you know what every word he's saying is. I used to like Six Nine a lot. I know I get I get hate for it. That, that's a personality red flag. And and he 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 deserves hate for being a snitch, maybe. Or being like annoying, or whatever. But like his as, as an artist, his music like we can't sit here and be like he he didn't have bangers. Like everyone knows his thing. Like, like he was valid for 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 some time. And sometimes like if a six nine song comes on, yeah, I'll sing along because it's good. Yeah, I can get behind that. I don't I don't know if anyone else gets some undeserved. Well, there are. Uh, kid- I think Kanye does, but I think it's also more like underrated.
1: Like people understand like yeah. Like, yeah, he's weird, but the dude's like a, dude's a music genius.
0: Bro, people grow up today and like, are like, oh, Kanye is so bad. Like, go listen also, to- Also,
1: watch the doc. Watch his documentary. Yeah, Like, it, it'll change the way you think and feel about him. Go listen to the Late Registration. He's such a smart that's dude. That's what, oh, that's probably my closest rap song to 10 out of 10 is Gold Digger. I really? I love that song. Yeah. I love We Major from Late Registration.
0: Really? If, I, if no one's heard it, I would, It's it's him and Nas. <laughs>
1: dude, crazy. Yeah. So th- this is something I thought. What is the biggest red flag a person can have to you? I'm not talking like guy versus girl red flag. I'm talking like personality red flag red or just flag. like as a person. What is the biggest? What's a big red flag for you? Mm,
0: it it definitely had to be something like about. I hate people who like like are entitled. Like if we go to a restaurant and like. You're like complaining like, oh my god, the service sucks. Like, so this being a that. Karen. Yeah. That is such like you're so annoying to me. Like, shut the fuck. It's just entitlement. I was in the gym the other day. Me and Luis were saying like we're Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, you were. Okay. We and Luis were working out and this this uh this kid was like, God, like I, I called Firethorn Country Club and like I'm trying to get a job there, but this dude's not responding. I sent him four emails. And then he was like, Yeah, bro, just like email him again or go in person. He's like, no, this dude's so annoying, like, blah blah blah. He's like, I'm about to email him, like, dude, like, I've asked four times, like, like I've, I've applied so many times, like, give me a job, like, I need. He's like, I'm just gonna tell this dude to give me a job because I fucking need money. I'm like, bro, you are so entitled. That's low
1: key good advice by his friend though. To show up in person, like, yeah, because that like shows that you're like serious about it. His
0: friend works there, and his friend is chill, and you could, I could just tell his friend didn't give a fuck. Yeah.
1: See, that's the thing is, usually entitled people are surrounded by good people, but yeah. they're just, they just don't tell them they're entitled, so they do feed into it at the end of the day. I know some entitled people who are
0: oh and, and, uh, surrounded by people who egg them on. Like, they'd be like, oh, my God, can you believe that so-and-so did that to me? Like, I deserve so much better. And they're be like, oh, yeah, you do deserve so much better. Like, no, you fucking don't. You don't deserve shit. Yeah, what comes around goes around. You get what you deserve. I mean, like, we were talking about it. I feel like we talked about it at some point. But, like, as students, like, we do like, we do a lot of work. Like, we work hard, whatever. But, like, I hate when when people are like, yeah, I worked my ass off for this stuff like that like I agree with you like you you I'm sure you worked hard But it's all relative if you can sit in a in an air-conditioned room with like a starbucks coffee and like a nice tall glass of water And just like, you know have to, it, it's a, it is a luxury for us to just have to use our minds As our work because there's there's a farmer out there Who works his ass off every single day in in, in the fields or works her ass off every single day in the fields just to try and break even and guess what they can they can work for the entire year in the hot sun laboring you know maybe not not so much at like today but like especially like go back 20 years 10 years or even now in like some smaller places they work their ass off for that construction worker anyone who does like a like a job like that they actually do work their ass off and like you know it's physical intense labor just to get paid peanuts or like Like I said like a farmer like What happens if you have a bad year like a You know some animal or some shit Yeah like you're,
1: you're, uh, you're Like your crop gets ruined. Drought yeah, like that. Like Well guess what now you're in debt
0: Yeah, They like they do that to time. break you're even. You're probably gonna lose a farm Do it to break even so I Another one of my pet peeves is when people Like study for I'm talking
1: more like red flags not pet peeves
0: Oh yeah sorry I meant red flags One of my red flags is when someone like is entitled Like that and also like when they act like they've moved mountains. Yeah. They would love to tell
1: you how much they've done and how hard it was. No, I don't yeah. People complain about how hard things are is, no. My biggest red flag is people who don't wash their hands after going to the bathroom. If you're willing oh. to live your life oh without washing your hands after going to the bathroom, you obviously don't care about like you or anyone else. Like if you can if you can really go to the bathroom, not wash your hands and then like go eat some food like shortly thereafter like you just don't care. Bro, I didn't even know People still existed like that Like that natural selection oh, yeah. would Take care of them y- y- Yeah you'd be surprised God <laughs> you'd damn surprised. dude You don't wash your so, hands Some slip through the cracks <sighs>
0: Wow That kind of That like makes me mad now Yeah I can't you, I, But that, that's a hard red flag to notice Like you have to go out of your way to notice that.
1: Like I'll be at like restaurants And like I'll be going to the bathroom I see somebody just go to the bathroom And just walk out Oh oh I
0: thought you meant like Like, like someone, like you know. I there
1: are people I know that don't watch. Going to the bathroom. We got to talk about this off the pod. Yeah. Damn, bro. There's multiple, and it's sad. I don't like that. Yeah. All right, so I guess going. This is in line. Who's your greatest cinematic villain? Greatest cinematic villain. And now, now I want you to give me. You can give me two, and I would do one that's like greatest villain, like straight up, like, sinister, like, malicious villain and greatest villain that, like, they're, like, a very dynamic character. They've, like, yeah. you know, like, it's a, they're a well-developed character. Like, they've gone through a whole, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah the addition of how I'm, like, breaking this down. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so my,
0: one of them is probably Thanos.
1: Yeah, fair Th- enough.
0: Thanos has, first of all, like... I would say he
1: falls under the category of, like, the, like, a dynamic
0: character. Yeah. The, the character development of him throughout the movies is great, and also like we really like, like yeah, he is he is one of those guys that like he's actually like doing what no one else is wants to do for the greater good of humanity. Is what's crazy. Like he yeah. actually is like I'm doing this for the greater good of humanity. Like I will be the bad guy. I don't mind because like, you see that when he like does everything right, but he's not ruling the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in the in the last movie like, we see like, and if you haven't watched it, you can fuck off. So there's no spoiler alert. Yeah. In the last movie, you see like you know he he killed half the people, whatever blah blah blah, and then he he goes and retires on a farm, bro. He just puts a gauntlet up, <laughs> retires, yeah, plants crops hard, hard day's work. Like I'm like, damn, bro, you're the, you're just you're one of us, like low key. But so he's probably my greatest um, villain in terms of like well-rounded villain or like a villain with a cause low-key which i, I don't want to say that because that's like sounds like eugenics shit but like i understand like you know you gotta balance out the population and he he did what no one else wanted to do yeah and then i guess um on the the villain i'm probably gonna have to go with someone who's just like so powerful you know what i mean like they're, yeah, they're my they're enough. my greatest that villain. is thanos though Thanos is pretty powerful, but, like, my greatest villain, just because, like, they're, they can just do whatever. Yeah. Like, it it takes an entire. I don't even know. Do you have one in mind? Um, Voldemort's pretty, pretty sick. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a goat. He, he's, um, he's pretty interesting, but I don't like, I don't know. If I, I want to, I want to think of one that I could, I would low-key be. Like, even (laughs) even though it's, it's kind of foul. I guess I guess Dorsidious is 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 a good answer too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, all so I answer.
0: What do, what do you think?
1: My my greatest villain in the, like of being like like a straight up villain is the Joker. Like this oh. dude is uh, certifiably crazy and That's just good. is out to to drop bodies.
0: And when you have like a like the the Heath Ledger performance of it. Or yeah. I, I haven't watched the new one, the Joaquin Phoenix one, but Yeah.
1: No, I was I'm I was referring to the Heath Ledger. Yeah. Picker. Yeah I think he's probably that is just one a of my greatest villains. Great
0: cinematic character altogether. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, awesome. yeah, a it's great.
1: Great movie, great villain. So um, good. And I think low key, my like the greatest like full circle villain, like and yeah. he's I mean he, I think he's like you could I would consider him a villain is Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Okay. I yeah. Because like, especially once you like, they do his like flashback, and you see how he yeah. was just like how he stumbled across the ring, how like it it's, it, it, possessed he, it possessed him, him yeah. and then like he like kind of has this moment where he like tries to help out, uh yeah, Bilbo, and you know what I'm saying. And he's just douche has been hanging around for centuries. Yeah, he's for got, the ring, he's got it rough though. Yeah. The first time I ever saw him, he scared the the Ugly living dude. shit out of me. I was like, Ugly. oh my gosh, yeah. But then I, like as i got older and watched movies again i like understood more of where he was coming from
0: yeah um a lot of times when whenever you talk about like fantasy stuff like movies series like our generation like i don't want to say our generation but like we don't kids kids our age or like people people our age don't talk about lord of the rings
1: nearly as much as like star wars or or uh harry potter yeah i re- I rewatched the it's great lord of the rings like uh, over summer and it's it's really good. It is really. I mean, good. it's long and it's a grind to get through. But like, yeah. If you like remote any kind of like sci-fi or anything, like it's a really good. If you can watch The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings all together, like that is. Have you seen both? Yeah. Which do you like, The Hobbits more or The Lord of the Rings?
0: I think The Hobbit each Hobbit movie is a better standalone movie.
1: Yes, but The Lord of the Rings all together. The Lord is of the Rings so, story is is so well is done. Great, yeah. Yeah. What's also I I would love them to or not even do a remake, but like because the Hobbit has like the, obviously the new like CGI and all that stuff. Yeah. Like Lord of the Rings is like you can tell it was made when it was made. Yeah. But um, even then it's still like it's one of those great movies that regardless of when it was made, it'd always be great. For
0: sure. For sure. I don't I don't know if I've um. I'm trying to think like what is, who is a villain that like, there was something I watched where. It was like from the the anti- the the villain's perspective, and it was like it's one of those things where it makes you like kind of wanna be. Wanna be a villain? It's like it's like you you like you want him to, like the villain is the protagonist. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm trying to remember. I forgot what it was, but it's one of the. It was weird because it's it's one of those things that like. When the villain is the, pro- when the when you when your villain is your protagonist, the the the, the person who's per- perpetrating evil is is the is the protagonist. Watching a TV show, you're still gonna cheer for the like subconsciously want the protagonist to win, right? Yeah. Or, or a movie.
1: See, I I I don't necessarily like when the the villain is the main focus of the show, but I I don't like it when good always triumphs. Like I like it when same like. It's a neutral to like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's an ending that it's like, it's not like the, oh, like, like it's going to be like, he's going to get the girl or he's going to like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like an unpredictable ending. Like I'm okay with that ending on like with evil winning too. I am. I'm fine with that. That's, that's my issue is like movies are so predictable.
0: Like why would I, I I can't watch action movies anymore.
1: It's, it's crazy that they are still like a crazy big business as they are cuz it's all the same at the, like if you really strip down the plot it's always it's all the same. I watched Top Gun the new one. Haven't seen it yet, yeah. Yeah. As you say, it's with a big mustache. I have to. But yeah, the
0: new Top Gun's pretty good. You should go watch it. But I need to get yeah. Without any spoilers. There's so there's this concept called deus ex machina. I think is how you pronounce it. It's Latin. Yeah. And thought, it, basi- yeah. it basically means like this is my I could be wrong, but my interpretation was that it's like divine intervention, like, like when everything seems like there's no hope left, like you know, main character falling down a cliff, movie's over, everything's over, the good side loses. Out of nowhere, like a plane comes and he lands in the plane, and you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. When they, when oh, you get yeah, saved out of nowhere, yeah. that didn't happen in Top Gun. Before okay, you, I was wondering anyone yeah, thinks yeah, that's, okay. a, that's a spoiler. That that's not what happened. I I, re, I just realized that, that could that sounds yeah, like I it was could to be say, something. That might have been, but but no, that that didn't happen. Don't worry. But like I I I understand that like you got to have a certain element of that in some movies because like you know like oh my god you're on the edge of your seat what's gonna happen but like I hate that shit don't do that like multiple times in a movie right
1: yeah it looks like it looks like you're trying to keep alive your main yeah. character
0: it, That's too much and yeah. th- that doesn't happen in real life yeah like have like if you know um Kingsman the movie yeah I have, which There's multiple. Okay.
1: So, have you seen the first one? No, I've seen the second one. I've seen the Kingsman bodyguard or something. Yeah. Whatever the new like spinoff remake or not remake, but like yeah.
0: Yeah. So the um the first one, it follows the story of the mentor and then whatever the the, I forgot their names, but like the younger guy who becomes the main actor Taron Egerton and then the mentor. But basically, in the movie, like you follow the mentor you follow them both and like it seems like it's a story about the mentor and he like finds his like protege and like they both go together and fight so it's almost like they're both the protagonists because you follow a lot of individual stories of the mentor okay and then i don't know where he like he's like again if 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 this is a spoiler to you i'm sorry like i can't I, you know like, it's i don't care i'm like yeah. a, oh so um i don't know where the mentor gets shot in the head like he just dies
1: yeah, I, that yeah. Even in the second one,
0: he comes back to life in the second yeah, one. Yeah, there's
1: like it's like really I don't like them because it's so like weird. It's like weirdly violent, but it makes no sense. Yeah,
0: but in the first one, I liked that of the first in the first one because in the first one he doesn't come back in the end. In the second one they revive him. Yeah, but in the first movie, stand alone by itself, I enjoyed that because I was like, he's not getting saved by some bullshit. You know what I mean? Like this is yeah. actually what happened in real life. Like this dude just got domed and now like oh well like the little kid's got to figure it out by himself eventually he figures it out and it's like a weird ending where everyone's heads exploding stuff like that like i get it so but that's just a quentin tarantino movie yeah but i liked i liked that like i like that type of stuff like if i like you know like the main character dies it's maybe 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 i'm just a hater maybe it's cynical but like it's realistic yeah. maybe i'm just a pessimist but like i don't like you know good doesn't always win yeah, like that's
1: goes along with the everyone gets a trophy mindset. Yeah. Like I don't I, I don't, don't agree like that. with that.
0: Not everyone gets a participation trophy. You yeah, no. deserve it. No. But I, I so it's, I'm finding it harder and harder to watch movies that are like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I I can't watch an action movie because it's just he's going to like in the end of the day he protagonist is going to go in, kill all the bad people, find a romantic <laughs> interest, be successful with them, you know? It's the same thing. Like, I watch a comedy movie, but, like, I watch it to laugh, not because, yeah. like, like, a rom-com. There's not a plot behind it. Like, you, like know that you know that they're going to get, like, I watch the rom-com maybe for the jokes sometimes, but they're usually not that funny. So that that's one. why I only, like, I low-key only like watching mystery movies. Yeah. Like yeah. Any well, sort of, like, yeah.
1: Ambiguous ending movies. Or,
0: like, historical fiction movies, stuff like that. Something that you, I can learn from or, like, I actually don't know what's going to happen. Because if I know what's going to happen, I'm wasting my money. And I also I just can't sit still for a long time. I'm just like Yeah. There. I feel that. But all right, well let's switch gears from movies and, and music to something a little bit deeper. What
1: are your thoughts on naps? I think they're a necessity. Um I've only I've probably started taking naps like towards my the end of high I started taking naps when I like the last couple of years of high school because of basketball. Yeah, I, like, Especially if we had, like, a later practice, like, at, like, 5 and we get to school at, like, 2.30. Mm-hmm. I'd, like, I'd eat and take a nap just because, like, I'd yeah. kill time and I'm already tired. And then I kind of just got, like, hooked on them. So, and I've just been taking them ever since. I think they're clutch and, and essential.
0: Do you really take that many naps? I, f- I feel like I've never noticed that. Like, I've never texted you and you'd be like, oh, sorry, I was napping.
1: I take, like, short 30-minute naps. Like, okay, I don't take, naps. like, those, like, hour and a half, two-hour naps. Just because, like, I... yeah. If I go to bed for that long, I will sleep like straight through the night.
0: I have a problem like falling asleep like that. Like, I I just can't sleep like that. You know what I mean? It's no, like, I
1: can fall asleep anywhere. Like I'll fall asleep in class. Like I'll fall asleep like s- like sitting down at, like a, just a chair.
0: I don't I don't have that problem. Like I think it's 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 a blessing and a curse, Loki.
1: My like favorite thing is eat a big meal for lunch and yeah. take a nap.
0: Damn, I I think I, I think I've never I don't think I've ever napped. Except for like when I was sick, when uh, i was sick, taken,
1: yeah, no, I've taken lots of naps, and but like, doesn't a nap when you're sick help? A, it it passes the so. time, I guess, yeah, because you're always sitting there miserable, and then like you feel a little bit better when you wake up. Yeah, I mean, I guess it helps, but at the same time, like,
0: it's a wait, it's it's a waste of time. So when I have stuff to do, this dude, we're talking about naps. This dude's yeah. already yawning. <laughs> yeah, bro,
1: um, I could use one of those right now. When I talk about naps, like. I think it's a waste of time during the day if I'm being honest. I don't I can I see that's why I only limit it to like 30 minutes. Because also my thought is if I can if I take a 30 minute nap and I feel rejuvenated and I'm like and like my mind's clear and I'm and I'm active it's going to do me much better than if I go through the next 3 or 4 hours like like foggy and sluggish. That's
0: fair. Whenever I have that I just I just drink coffee.
1: I do but I've drinking so much coffee in my life that I do, like I like I need a that's lot of worst. coffee to to get that yeah. effect.
0: Yeah, I need to drink like four or five shots of espresso to get. to yeah,
1: that. if I'm if I'm if it's like three o'clock in the afternoon and I'm struggling, like I need, I get, one coffee won't fix it. I it's some, so bad. I need dude. a lot of caffeine.
0: Like this morning, I got, I went to Starbucks before I I I drove up, and their grande usually has three shots of espresso in it, mm-hmm. like the cappuccino, and I was like, just throw two more shots in there for me, <laughs> and I'm drinking it, and it was like bitter as hell because it was
1: five shots of espresso. Yeah, yeah.
0: and I was just like. This tastes so good though Because like, it was like 9am I was like You know Getting my day started Tastes so good Yeah like, No I love coffee Alright well let's round it out On a On a more You know I guess actual Because we like to keep it We we like to be a little bit more philosophical Not really philosophical But like You know what I mean Like we we like to make it a little deep On the podcast at some point Yeah points. of course Get you thinking what accomplishment are you most proud of?
1: See, I hate this question because it's, like, your generic, like, interview question or, like, yeah. any kind of application question. Yep. And, like, my answer has never been the same. Like, some people have, like, a set answer. That's scripted. That they stand it should by. never be. Yeah. You should never have a scripted I mean, but if I, like, uh, answer. objectively, looking at it from, like, an outside view, I think getting into Chapel Hill is probably one of my greater accomplishments. You think so? Just because, like, if you look at, like, statistically, it's difficult to get in here. Yeah. Um you, we take for granted how
0: hard a twenty
1: five or twenty percent acceptance rate is. And we also g- went to a high school where it wasn't uncommon to send kids here. So I yeah. think we kind of just like again, it was just yeah. we didn't appreciate how hard it is. Not at all. Because like if you go, like I don't know if you've had this experience, but especially when I'm like out of the state or like yep. other places and they ask me why I go to college and I tell them they like like they're surpri- like they're like, wow, like that's a really good school. Like yeah. it must have been really difficult to get in there.
0: It's like it's almost the same effect as, like, if someone tells me they go to Michigan or, like, they, they tell me oh, they like go UDA to, like, or something yeah. like that, yeah. Even, like, a place like, like Berkeley, that's, like...
1: Cal Berkeley? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: That's, like, you know, public school that has a very low acceptance rate. Yeah. Like, if I hear someone goes from California that goes there, I'm, like, damn, like, that's impressive. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I think that uh, we definitely do take it for granted about how, how hard it is to get the school, but... I don't know. Now that I'm a, a, a alum, I'm like I'm. I feel a different way about the school. How do you feel about it? You know, I, you know, I didn't like it that much when I got here, and yeah. now I'm like. But also, I, it's not that bad.
1: I think you're leaving your best year out. That you're 21. Yeah, like I think 21. You're year, 21 years. Your best year. This year, in college. Was, this year is probably
0: best. to be my best year, but. It you know what? what it is. I'll be back. I'm God has back a plan. I've already been back twice since I graduated, so I'll be back. Yeah, I'm trying to you'll come be back fine. Like every month. Sorry. Yeah. What, what do you
1: What do you view as your greatest accomplishment?
0: My greatest accomplishment,
1: or or what you're most proud of, if you can't like, whatever one helps it come to mind easier.
0: I don't want to. I don't want to stick on the academic path. But if I'm being honest, like uh, that's that's Fuck like em. that. Yeah, I mean, what else do I have right yeah. now? <laughs> like, like hopefully in like 30 years, I'm like, oh, my kids. I'm proud of raising my kids, but like. I would probably say
1: getting a math degree. Yeah, that's it's. Um, I mean, I I've seen the work you've had to do. It was hard here, bro. It's not even right. like it's just yeah. It doesn't even make sense to me. Some some of the shit here that I had to do was difficult, but I, I will say like not to like to belittle other schools or other places. Yeah, but like I'll hear like some of the work that other people do in like the same yeah. class at a different place, and I'm just like yeah, like that's like. The fact that we're gonna graduate with the same degree is just like annoying to me it it is and in the, the fact that like here like i know mean, like
0: state actually has like 4.3 and if like they're not shitting on state or anything but like not nah, fuck state I, <laughs> but that's what i'm saying like most like a lot of people i was reading somewhere that mm. uh, applying to places with for with the chapel hill gpa they actually add like point one or point two, like you. They inflate your grade a little bit because of how difficult it is here.
1: I mean, I, I would ho- like. I like to think that like yeah. this it's gonna hold more water coming here than some yeah. other places.
0: I'd hope so because like if I get a
1: like that's why I wanted to go here because exactly I know how prestigious it is.
0: Like here, like pretty much every math class I've taken, it's standard that ninety five to hundred is an A, and then ninety to ninety five is an A minus. So like that's crazy. If I get a ninety three and an in in a. In a, in a if i get a 93 in every single math class i get I, you tell me i get a 3.7 3.7 is a great gpa but like
1: anywhere I'm else like, that's a 4.0 yeah
0: i'm like dude like i i work like yeah. i get a 93 again if i if i got a 94 in a math class
1: it's like what's stupid is that the fact that like it ch- all this changes by class yeah like there are like like not to shit on like business and finance people but like there Trump. are some finance classes yeah where they they curve it crazy where like a 71 will be like a b plus yeah which is like, that's a C, that's a C minus. Yeah. And then most classes. Like, in any STEM saying? class. Like, there should be, a st- I think there should be a standardized grading curve all across the entire yeah. universe. Like, Again, at, at any place. Just because like, it's like, who's to say that learning one subject sh- should be easier, more difficult, or like you should have more leniency than another. Yeah. I th- I was reading, I think it was on like grade
0: today or read or something. So it wasn't a, an official source, but I'm pretty sure it was accurate. Because they said that they, they cited some sort of internal document that UNC released and it was like a staff member, like someone blew the whistle. I don't know. But there was like physics and like math and like chem and like those like average ma- GP, major GPAs are like a 2.7. And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, damn, bro, that's pretty bad. And then you think about it, that's like a B that's like a B average. Yeah. A B average is pretty damn good.
1: Yeah, especially at a tough university. Yeah,
0: like in these classes, like if, I, if I'm getting a B in every class – I'm doing well. Yeah, like I know what I'm. I I know what I'm doing, and I'm learning a lot. And that's one thing I'll I'll actually be grateful to the UNC Math Department here. Is like even though they are a bunch of like Jack-offs. yeah, it was pretty hard. Um, and they they made my life harder than it need to be sometimes. I learned a lot about. First of all, I learned a lot. I'm a much. I think I'm a much smarter individual now than I was four years ago. Yeah, I mean. And and I considered myself a very smart individual four years ago, but that's just because I'm as a I'm just a narcissist, but um I I like I I genuinely think my problem-solving abilities have gotten a lot better And I think that's true for any any stem class at U at UNC or any stem major.
1: Yeah I think you Become a much better critical thinker going through college especially here. Yeah, well either way i'm so proud of you and the, you should hold your head high for doing for your accomplishments. Thank you.
0: I'm I'm proud of us for getting into the
1: school and having
0: three great years. Yeah. And you know what? My greatest accomplishment. I'm going to change it. Is this podcast? Well, yeah. Telling myself you're for manifesting so long, this success. How many times did we talk about it? And and now we're here doing it. Yeah. It's, it's all about. There's something to be said for that. There's
1: there's a billion reasons not to do it, but there's there's always one good reason to do it. That's all you need. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening to another. Spectac- spectacular episode of, of Go Talk. We'll be back with a lot more content. So yeah, we got we got something cooking up in the lab. We'll be we'll, we're gonna be working for y'all. We got some big guests coming up. So don't worry about it and stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. que te